I'm Brian Zumhagen. It's Monday, July 9th, and it's time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now from Vienna, Austria, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Good morning, Brian. David, President Obama will announce later today that he wants Congress to extend the Bush tax cuts one more year, but only for those making $250,000 or less. The Republicans say he's changing the topic from the persistently bad unemployment numbers. For his part, the president is daring Republicans to raise taxes on the vast majority of taxpayers. Where is this going? Well, it's going no place good. The Republicans clearly don't want to pass just this limited tax cut. They're calling, of course, for a broad uh, rethinking of the tax code. But that's not going to happen between uh, now and the election. And, in fact, there's some question about whether it could happen even immediately after the election. For the president, he's just trying to put the Republicans in a bind here where they're calling for tax cuts but might be resistant to this one cut, which, uh, under the president's uh, conception of it, would simply extend the cuts for those earning less than $250,000 a year. There are some Democrats, Nancy Pelosi included uh, among them, Chuck Schumer, of uh, the senator from New York also, uh, who have been saying that that a tax cut should be for everybody making a million dollars a year or under, uh, which I, I think the White House would be resistant to because it would look like they were giving in to tax cuts for the rich but they may end up having to compromise in that direction. A big concern in the U.S. is that Europe's troubles are going to worsen the American economic picture. You've been in Europe for the past week or so. How concerned are you that the contagion will spread? Well, it looks like for now, uh, once again, the central banks have stepped in and taken away the most immediate uh, of the crises. But that doesn't mean that there won't be another crisis in a few months, particularly if uh, Greece can't uh, reach its goals, uh, even the more cut-back goals that they've had in recent times for budget cutting, uh, if Italy or Spain get in trouble. But I think that the, the good news uh, for President Obama is that the chances that something happening in Europe would spread to the United States before the election are now pretty diminished. And the fact that Europe has had declining oil consumption, as has uh, China as well, has helped keep gas prices uh, down. Now, the bad news is that none of these fixes seem to be terribly permanent, and that what the European Central Bank has done, by and large, is kicking some of these problems down the road. Last week, you reported in the Times that the U.S. is building up its military presence in the Persian Gulf to prevent the Iranians from cutting off the Strait of Hormuz in retaliation for sanctions. How have the Iranians been reacting? Well, the Iranians were hoping that out of these negotiations with the Europeans and with the United States, what they would get would be uh, a relaxation of the sanctions. And the fact that gas prices have stayed low has reduced uh, the, uh, the Iranians' leverage in this case. Um, but the big question here is Israel, uh, because it looks like the negotiations are just spinning barely forward, and the Israelis are beginning to make noises again that they can't allow Iran to continue producing uranium while these negotiations go on. Now, that could be uh, more posturing by the Israelis, but presumably at some point they're going to come to the conclusion that this has gone on for too long, and President Obama is desperately in an effort to keep that moment from coming uh, before Election Day. Um, after Election Day, I think the president might be able to make the case to the Israelis that uh, 
the U.S. could join in a, in a military action if it's necessary. Right now, the Obama administration clearly doesn't think that the Iranians have gotten far enough to make it necessary. Finally, David, in Egypt, the new President Mohamed Morsi has ordered the parliament back into session after the military dismissed it. Are we headed toward another major conflict over who's running the country? I think we are. I think that the military was uh, quite surprised that uh, the new president, President Morsi, who's a member uh, of the Muslim Brotherhood Party, uh, is uh, going to try to challenge them so directly and so quickly. You may remember that the military, with the cooperation of the courts, invalidated the parliamentary election that took place uh, in January. I was in Egypt during that parliamentary election, and I can tell you there were a lot of Egyptians who felt very strongly about the fact that they were going out to vote in a first real election. And I think that, that Morsi is going to find that he has a lot of popular support for reinstating that parliament. The military is going to have to decide whether to confront a new president early on or just try to erode his power around the edges. David, thank you so much. Thank you, Brian. We've been speaking with New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Brian Zumhagen, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.